0: It's one of those things, anyone who's willing to play rugby for nearly two days solid has, I mean, you probably do want to have a sanity check at some point (laughs) when you do that more than once. And we've got players who've done it three times now.
1: Welcome to the Delivered Social Podcast, Guildford's top-rated digital agency on Google. Looking for a new website, want advice on social media, or interested in booking into a free social media clinic? Just visit our website today. Now, introducing your host, Jonathan Bird. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Delivered Social Podcast. Um, Today, I'm joined by the wonderful Nikki, who um, uh, we always do these weird things right before this. We do these kind of warm up, kind of get everyone ready, have a little chat, just make sure everyone's ready for it. Um, And I've I've just found out so much more than I knew uh, about three weeks ago, quite frankly. Um, So, hi, Nikki. How are you today?
0: I'm good, Jonathan. How are you?
1: Yeah, not too bad at all. Not too bad. So, Nikki, tell us a little bit about who you are, the organization you represent and what it's all about.
0: Uh, so I'm Nikki O'Donnell um and I'm a volunteer coordinator for Scotty's Little Soldiers. Um and I lead up all of the rugby side of things for, and on behalf of the charity. Um and in my day job I'm a nurse in the army.
1: Right, well, let's let's do the fun stuff. Let's do the rugby stuff first. Tell us a little bit about Scotty's Little Soldiers.
0: Yeah, so um I mean Scotty's Little Soldiers um is a charity that was set up by um Nikki Scott. Um, Her husband, Lee, was killed in Afghan um, back in 2009 um, and he left behind two small children. So obviously it's difficult enough um, for Nikki to deal with that. But she saw the loss and the challenge for her young children to have lost their father. Um, And then she decided to set up the charity in um, Lee's memory um, a year later in 2010 to look after children who have been through the same loss so that's you know looking after anyone from the point of death of a um, soldier sailor airman a regular or reservist be that on deployment through injury through illness or as we're seeing more prevalent recently actually through suicide um, and they support the kids until they're 25 and that's everything from sending christmas cards birthday presents um, and then the more difficult things um vouchers and Meal meal vouchers and things when anniversaries of deaths or the difficult times of year, and there's a, they've created a fantastic network for people to support each other in there. So the kids get to meet other children who've been through the same sort of things, so they realise they're not alone. Um, same for the families. Um, they've got the respite breaks, so they pay for the families to go on a holiday every year to one of the Scottish lodges, um, so that they have an opportunity to just relax and reset in a nice environment where they know and it's okay for them to talk about missing their family and things like that, but actually learning that it's okay to move on. You can still have fun, you can still smile, you can still do the good things and have the memories of your missing parent um, and understand that life will move forward but you take them with you and you can still have have positive experiences even though you've had a negative one.
1: I think for anyone listening to this, um, uh, there, there will be some things you just said that that will uh, raise uh, kind of you know goosebump moments. Um, as as someone who's who's gone through um, loss uh, in, in probably a very different way, um, I, I have to say um, it's it's humbling to hear a story of loss that has turned into something so positive um, because it's not easy. So um, I think you said it was Nikki, didn't you? Um, sorry, um, sorry. What did you say the lady's name was?
0: So, Nikki Scott. We do get was, people do confuse us occasionally, yeah, right, because uh, we spell Nikki the same way. I've had a few people send me an email back when I've asked about rugby and they've gone, Oh, it's fantastic what you've done. No, I'm not that Nikki. right? Um, we're gonna I'm need just to change another... someone's
1: name, that's how this is going. <laughs> um, but it's 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 phenomenal. I mean, you know, um, I I have a thing, I've, I've spoken about it many times. Um, obviously, I'm I'm a stillbirth father, I, I lost a little boy, and I talk about, um, I would change nothing but the obvious. And whereas I'm sure that, you know, um having not to go through it uh, would be obviously preferable, but to have something so wonderful built from such pain um, and all that hope and and, and and essentially goodwill that's, that's given um, and support. I mean, that's, that's, you know, that's great. There, there was something, there was something you said that um, I think warrants um, just, just bringing up because um, obviously we, we, you know, we're still coming through the after last part of COVID touch wood. Um, and, you know, there's been this massive push on, on mental health and, You know, it's become a very mainstream sentence. You know, oh, I'm. I'm, It's a phrase now that's out there, and and probably more than it ever has been. Um, And and you mentioned obviously the the suicide rate um, within within forces and things like that. Which I've got to be honest, I know a few people in the forces that it's it's become a much more. open conversation um and i think that's that's quite a, a scary thought i mean you know if there's anyone who and, and hopefully and hopefully not but if there is anyone who's listening to this that um needs support it, where, where where do where do people in the forces go for that what what happens
0: um so we've got the same uh, network of support as anyone you know you've got the samaritans
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and the other national charities that are there if you don't want to um within the military community you've got as as with anyone else you can go to your gp the military gp we've got the defense um mental health service as well which are fantastic um they're very stretched as are most services the welfare teams the padres we've got a huge network there um even down to just your chain of command you know mm. the person yeah. who lives next to you your best mate if you don't feel like you're able to reach out to someone yourself just talk to somebody because it will help alleviate the pressure. And they'll be able to help you on that journey to asking for help and support.
1: Well, that went that went very deep, very fast, which is understandable because of what it is. But let's change it up. How does rugby fit in?
0: So um, I originally found out about the charity back in 2013, 2014, when I was asked to be part of the referee team for a world record event. So Alan Nell and Dave Allison um, were organising a 24-hour hour rugby match on behalf of Scottish Little Soldiers. They had a Scottish Little Soldiers team and an HM Forces team. Um, and they asked some of the military referees to go along and referee the game. So Welford Road, 24 hours of rugby. There was eight or nine of us refereeing. So the same as the players, you had a nap in between, you put, you know, had a shift. Team of three at all times, the players obviously had the worse of it than us because they were still tackling and hitting each other, um, and managed to beat the world record. Um, off the back of that, a couple of guys said, oh, wouldn't it be great if we did some sevens, you know, catch up with everybody, see everyone later on. Um, so one of the boys organised a sevens event, struggled to find some numbers. So me and one of the girls, helped out. Um, and then off the back of that, um, Scotty's sevens was born, really, Um, And since then, we've run a men's and ladies' social team. Um, We've travelled across the UK. We've been to Ibiza. We've been to Dubai. Uh, We've been to a few different places to essentially raise awareness of Scottish Little Soldiers. Um, Now, we've been to events, and the Royal Navy rugby team's been there. The army team have been there. And these guys who are currently serving didn't know about the charity. And that, for me, really hit home was actually the people who this can have the most benefit from for them, their friends, their colleagues, um, or even veterans who weren't aware of it at this time, um, they didn't know about it. So it made me want to do it even more. Um, So my aspiration is to have Scotties as the um, charity for Army-Navy in the future. Um, It'll be a big challenge against the RBL, but that, for me, will make the awareness of this charity across the entire military community significant so that that's my personal challenge is to have scotties at uh, army navy in the future um in some capacity um but for now it's um rugby sevens um and since then we have done a, two other world record events um the last one being 28 and a half hours uh, with against the school of hard knocks um and then since then we've been beaten by the fire uh the fire charity the firefighter's charity um so yeah, it's um interesting challenge, but it's it's great. The rugby community has got so much crossover with the military as well. Um and we've got players who've got absolutely no military connection, but they understand what the charity's for and they think the ethos of the charity is great. Um and, you know, people come and they pay pay part of the entry fee to tournaments to come and play for us.
1: One of the things that I, I loved that you said was um, that you'd been beaten by the fire a lot, um, and I, I've got to say, yeah, ex- right. You're laughing now because it's it's that moment, isn't it, where you're all sat there going, "I'm we're having them next year." Do you know what I mean? And, and there's this and they, right, exactly, and it's great because actually, in in, in yeah, I'll, I'll call it the services in the services. There's that really healthy, friendly competition that's just a bit of a giggle, but you really mean it, don't you? It's the best bit.
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, I've got Nye Butler, who's who's been at three of these games for Scotties and put his body on the line. He's also in the military, um, just to name one of them that jumps out at me. But we've got boys who literally will do anything for this charity because it means so much to them. Oh,
1: it's, it's absolutely wonderful, to isn't to it? The, um, the uh, I, I guess I, I've got to ask. So obviously, you, you've experienced these stories. You you know you you you're part of the fundraising. You're part of the knowledge. You're part of the awareness. And I'm sure every single one of them touch you because that's why you do it, right? You, you know, you, you're there because you want to make a difference. Um, what's been your proudest moment involved with it?
0: Oh, um...
1: I know it's a tough one, right?
0: It is, yeah. I mean, we, we've we been so fortunate with the Rugby Sevens and it's it's usually the small little things and it's introducing new people to the charity. Uh, you know, we went to an event in London Um, And everywhere we go, we put up the charity gazebo and we run a little stall. So we'll sell the wristbands and the T-shirts for the charity to do that extra little bit of fundraising. Mm. Um, And I I remember bumping into someone came over and he was chatting. He said, oh, can I give you my card? Um, And it turned out to be uh, the PA for Elton John. And, you know, he was like, oh, we'll see if we can get you some tickets for the kids to come to a show in London. Uh, You know, just weird and wonderful things like that. You know, as a team, we've managed to get people... The players have all put their own money in their pocket to take the team over to Dubai. Yes, everyone loves a bit of Dubai 7s, but they're out there and they're raising awareness. Um, We've got a team of kind of 10 to 15 people this year going to do the Great North Run. And as a group, we're going to carry the weight equivalent of the number of kids that the charity supports.
1: That's amazing.
0: Um, And we've got, again, we've got a mixture of military people and civilians who've never probably carried weight in their life other than their shopping or their kids. so we've we've got people who just really want to embrace it, and that for me is probably the best thing is seeing people understand what the charity is for and want to do something.
1: Um, as a Dubai mad guy, um, because Dubai for me is uh, is is home for me. Actually, um, you'll have to let me know when you're out there because I'll, uh, I'll I'll definitely come and have a little watch. That could be quite a good giggle. I'm not sure I'd want to play in that heat. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm not going to lie. And actually, if you ask my PE teacher back at school how good I was at rugby, I remember his I remember what he said about me. So I'm fairly confident you don't want me on the team either. But I'll come and buy you all <laughs> a drink at least. Um, that's that's definitely that's definitely an option. Um, obviously, um, we met you through our deliver Social green services, obviously trying to help you uh, support from a a social media point of view. How have you found it? How have you found working with the team here and and everything like that?
0: Oh, it's been great. I mean, it's a very, very small team that uh, works behind the scenes in Scottish Rugby. Um, There's just a couple of us getting things done. And the one thing that nowadays makes such an impact is positive social media. Um, And I find the time and I make the time between myself and a couple of the guys when we go to events and in the summer when we're busy to put stuff out there, but then you see a real lull um, on our social media in those off phases. Mm. So being able to work with the team who can, you know, create some content for us, make tie, helping us tie the charity branding into what we're doing with the rugby as well. Now that we're officially able to utilize the charity's crest on our playing kit from that journey from being Scottish Tigers into actually Scottish rugby, Um, that transition and, making the content, being able to have really clear conversations and kind of working out what we want um, and having your guys implement it has been fantastic
1: great that's always i mean that's great to hear because it does actually you know it's one thing we can do to help so nikki people want to learn more about you where do they need to go and if they're up for uh, playing rugby with you guys how do they how do they how do they challenge you to one of those moments where you lot want to go for it um obviously fire people (laughs) you're already in the lead leave us alone anyone Uh, else though go for it how do they how do they get in touch
0: um so obviously for the charity it's scottishlittlesoldiers.co.uk um on the, For the charity, for their Instagram, it's Scotty's Little Soldiers. And on Facebook, Scotty's Little Soldiers. And on Twitter, it's Corporal Scotty. Um, and from the rugby, our social medias are all at Scotty's Rugby.
1: Right, so plumbers, engineers, digital agencies, I want to see you put your rugby teams together, um, raise a bit of money and uh, and challenge this lot, because I'm fairly sure they'd take the challenge. Um, and I'm fairly sure we'll lose, but you know, I think, I think that's gotta be the way to go. Nikki, thank you very much for spending some time with us and telling us a little bit about what you've been up to. It's been an absolute pleasure.
0: No, thanks very much for having me, Jonathan.
1: You're very welcome. Have a wonderful day. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the Delivered Social Podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe before you go. And if you have any questions about today's podcast or marketing on the whole, we'd love to hear from you at deliveredsocial.com. See you next time.